belly fat is a common struggle for people looking to lose weight, and it can also be harmful to your health. This type of fat is called visceral fat and is a major risk factor for heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and other serious conditions. It can be tough to lose, but not impossible. Learn how you can burn belly fat and make it easier with my free guide, Seven Ways to Melt Your Muffin Top Fast, backed by science. You can find it over at trudyestone.com. I'll also drop a link in the show notes so you can grab it. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, where you'll learn how to get your mind right so that your body will follow. I'm Trudy Stone, certified culinary nutritionist, author, and mind-body coach. And several years ago, I self-hacked my mind and my body to lose 30 pounds. Each week, not only will you learn nutrition and weight loss habits, you'll also learn how to address the destructive habits and negative self-talk that lead to overeating and battles with your weight. The secret to losing weight and keeping it off is not only about what you put in your stomach, it's also about what's going on in your brain. So congratulations on showing up. I promise to support you on your journey with every single episode. Let's begin. I hate meal planning, or I'm just too busy to meal plan. Have you ever said any of these things to yourself? If so, then you're in for a real treat for today's episode, because today we're going to be talking about how to meal plan when you hate meal planning or if you're too busy to cook. And joining me on the Mind Your Body show today, I have a very special guest, L.A. Wade. But before I get to that, I also want to say that this is my very first visual podcast episode. And in fact, LA is one of the people who encouraged me to do a visual podcast episode. So it's possible that you might see more of these in the future. So if you're listening to this in your earbuds, make sure to head over to YouTube to watch this meal prep video so that you can meal prep and meal plan along with me and LA. I'll make sure to drop a link in the show notes to the YouTube channel so that you can check that out. So the two meals we'll be preparing today are two meals that you can either have for lunch or you can have for dinner. And the reason why I'm focusing on lunch and dinner specifically is because I find with my clients that breakfast is not really so much the issue. It's more about lunch and dinner. So that's where we're going to be focusing on these two occasions today. But before we move into today's episode, I'd like to introduce my very special guest, Miss L.A. Wade. So I'm going to read L.A.'s bio here. So if you see me looking down, that is what I'm doing. So L.A. Wade is a trailblazing, award-winning social entrepreneur, executive producer, host, author, story curator, and coach with a deep connection to photography and storytelling. Her mission is to disrupt narratives, destigmatize taboos, empower, educate, and heal individuals. As the executive producer and host of Cocktails with L.A., she shares her knowledge of love, relationships, sex, and spirituality through a variety of guests and topics. As an authority on creativity, philanthropy, and innovation, LA has collaborated with many clients, including the NBA, the Toronto Blue Jays Foundation, the Toronto and Peel District School Boards, Save the Children Foundation, along with other nonprofit organizations and projects. Winner of various accolades and awards, including the Scotiabank African Canadian Achievement Award, the University of Toronto's National Book and President's Awards, and the Mark Reisman Literature Award, LA continues to draw on her wealth of experience to tell stories, uncover truths, and change narratives. Welcome to the Mind Your Body Show, LA Wade. What's up? What's <laughs> up? Man, when you read my bio, I feel, you know, accomplished. I feel you accomplished. Should. Yes, 
I cannot cut zucchini or make things that are very simple. So am I accomplished? When I conquer this, are. I will feel accomplished. It might have to go into the bio. <laughs> we'll add that to your bio. LA is now an expert at chopping zucchini and red peppers and mushrooms. <laughs> So exactly. thank you so much for joining us here on the Mind Your Body show today. The reason why I'm picking on LA specifically and using her as my guinea pig is because my girl LA, she does not like to cook, okay? So when I think about, you know, developing meal plans for people or helping people with meal prepping, I do have LA in my mind as my client's avatar in terms of helping people to make meal planning and meal prep easier. And in true transparency la is also a very good friend of mine as well so i'm so glad to have you here today on the podcast oh, thank you so much i love you <laughs> i love you too so la tell us a bit about your background and what you're up to in the world my background okay well i mean you read a lot about my background but i'm only recently really like every time somebody asks me like what's my background i'm really claiming the idea that i am a caribbean canadian woman and why that is, is because my time spent in the Caribbean has kind of opened me up to the idea that cooking is in my DNA. I need to really embrace this part of me. But that almost becomes the reason why I don't like to cook, because I don't like pressure. When you just held up your zucchini and said, you can just cut it like this. To me, it's like, that's perfection, and this is not. And I just have this mental block in my mind. But I'm from the Isle of Spice. And so it's in my DNA. So I, I know I'm taking on this challenge, bringing all the people of Grenada with me into this moment so that I can make my family heritage proud. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but love outside that. of that, I do host and executive produce Cocktails with LA, The Adventures of a Recovering Sex Addict. Uh, you can go over to my YouTube channel. It's Cocktail, C-O-C-K. T-A-L-E-S, because it's about the story. I'm all about the story. Stories, plot twists, climaxes, orgasms, travels, all of those things. And I say orgasms because that's really what the storytelling is all about. Yeah, because they're good for your health. Well, we won't get into that right now. <laughs> okay. well, we, and you can also watch the episode that Trudy and I did last year on culinary nutrition and what you can eat to strengthen the parts of you men out there and moisturize the parts of you women out there that can lead to an amazing sex life. Absolutely. I'll put that in the show notes so you guys can check that out. <laughs> yeah. And then I have some projects where I am, I'm actually executive producing my very first short called No Wonder They're Afraid of Us. It's directed by Dio Aday, who was one of the original cast members of Degrassi. And it also will highlight Olenike Adelaide and some really great up and coming actors and some, you know, more seasoned actors. So I'm really proud of this achievement. And it's an in and around homelessness with a twist. And it's about, you know, how we think about us as, as melanated people and in the diaspora specifically, and how we all have a sense of homelessness because of the, of the transatlantic slave trade and how it brought us to all of these different places. But it's not that deep. Like, it's deep, but it's not that deep when you're watching it. It's more so a story of an actual homeless man and how those, that interaction brings out a lot of those different elements. It's a very deep film, and I'm very, very proud of it and what we're doing with it. Oh, wow, uh, and of course, I have my book. Thirsty AF, From the Desert to the Well. And it chronicles my journey through some of pivotal 
sexual relationships that I've had that I pretty much chose out of a drought in my life because we all have that thing that we thirst for. Some of us have many things that we thirst for and we have to be aware of the things that we fill that with to see what we're quenching ourselves with. And that's all I'm going to say about my book, but it's coming out hopefully by the end of this year. Well, I am intrigued with both of those projects and I cannot wait until they come out. Like I said, I'll link um, to LA's all of her contact information in the show notes. So you can follow her so you guys can know when all of her projects, her amazing projects are going to be released. So let's get to the recipes for today. Um, we're actually going to be doing two recipes, I should have mentioned. The first one we're going to make is a sesame tofu quinoa bowl. And the second one we're going to make is a veggie fajita. I am so excited. I cannot wait. I'm so excited that I'm actually going to have lunch prepared as soon as I'm done recording this. <laughs> At least one so, of us excited. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to get you excited about meal planning to LA and everybody else listening to this episode and watching us as well. Okay, so LA, the first question I have for you is why don't you like to cook? And actually, my question back to you is why do you want me to want to cook? <laughs> <laughs> because food is health. Like investing in your health, you know, making delicious foods, it really does fuel your body and it helps you to be able to do all of those different projects that you just mentioned that you're part of. It helps to clear brain fog, it helps to improve your energy, it helps to manage stress. And especially when you're busy and when you're really on the go, like you are, and like many people are, that's when it's even more important to add these nutrients to your diet. And in fact, like for me personally, and I've shared the story on my podcast, I think a hundred million different times already, but you know, when I was trying to lose weight, I was eating a lot of junk food, a lot of processed foods because I was working overtime. I was going to school part-time in the evenings. I was planning a charity event and I was also planning my wedding. So it was really busy. But I knew that if I was going to lose weight, I had to adjust my priorities, right? And the one thing I knew I needed to do more of was meal plan and cook. And at that time, what I needed in my life was energy because I was feeling so fatigued with all the many different things that I was doing. And I was eating these foods that were completely devoid of energy, all of these processed foods and fried foods. So how can I expect those foods to give me energy when those foods had no energy themselves? right? So that's when it really clicked for me. And I was like, Trudy, like you have to prioritize this. Like if you want to walk down the aisle, if you want to plan this charity event for your city, if you want to continue to just be able to keep up with these hours of working without falling flat on your face, you owe it to yourself as well as the people in your life to make sure you're feeling your body the right way. So really when we're busy, that's no excuse not to cook. Or if you're saying you don't like to cook, just find some way to enjoy it. And we're going to talk about how you can enjoy it throughout this episode today. But the first okay. thing I want to get started on is our quinoa. So let's go ahead and do that because that's gonna be oh. about 15 minutes to cook. So let's get that on the stove and ready to go. All so right. I have my quinoa already uh, here. So it's just like one cup of quinoa. And don't worry, in the show notes, I'm gonna link up um, the recipes for you. It'll actually be a PDF where you can get the full recipes. But um, right now I'm just starting with one cup of quinoa. And what I'm going to do is, you won't be able to see what I'm doing over here, but I'm just rinsing the quinoa. So I just like to place it just in a strainer like so, and then I just rinse it off. And I should have a spoon, but I don't. <laughs> so I have to go fishing for one. All right. So once you rinse it off and you just kind of like drain it a little bit, shake it out there. Um, the next thing you want to do is you just want to pop it into your pot, like your saucepan. So, so wait a second here. Can I just arbitrarily put water in or do I have to measure it out? 
Um, when you're cooking the quinoa? Yes. Yes. And that's going to be the next step. Okay. So first we're just going to add the quinoa to the pot. So I'll just do that here real quick. And again, for those of you that are listening to this, you're probably like, what is she doing? What's going on? <laughs> so I really do encourage you once again to head over to my YouTube channel to make sure you watch this meal prep video. And again, the recipes are going to be linked for you in a PDF in the show notes. Okay, so I've added my quinoa to the saucepan. Um, and the next thing I want to do is I'm going to add some vegetable broth. Now, when cooking quinoa, you have a couple of different options here. Either you can just use water, okay? So if you have one cup of quinoa, you're gonna use one and three quarter cup of water or vegetable broth. Now, when it comes to eating healthy, I do not like the sacrifice flavor. So that's why I'm using veggie broth instead of just water because it's gonna give our quinoa a lot of flavor so it doesn't taste bland and boring. I'm with you, girl. I'm with you on that one. And while you're measuring that out, I'll just talk about you know why you might wanna include quinoa. I like quinoa because it's a gluten-free grain. So that's number one. Number two, I also like it because it's really high in protein and it's high in fiber. And fiber is a nutrient that a lot of people are deficient in. So if there's any way to add more fiber to your diet with things like quinoa, I highly recommend that you do that. The other thing about quinoa is that it really helps to balance your blood sugar because it's high in fiber and protein. Really? And the reason why that's important is because, well, sugar cravings, right? We all have all of these sugar cravings and hunger pangs. And that's why it's important to eat foods that are high in protein and foods that are high in fiber to help to manage your blood sugar levels or stabilize your blood sugar levels and to keep those sugar cravings at bay, okay? Um, the other big thing I love about quinoa is that it's a complete protein, okay? And there's not a lot of plant foods that are a complete protein. So if a food contains all of the essential amino acids, that's what makes it a complete protein, okay? So that's what quinoa is and that's why I love it as well. A couple other things about quinoa that I like about it as well is that it's also high in iron and magnesium. And those are two important nutrients for women specifically. And they're also really two important nutrients to help to manage stress. And a lot of women that come to me, a lot of my clients, I do sometimes have them do like a hair mineral analysis test that just basically shows them what minerals are deficient in. And iron and magnesium are the two ones that keep coming back as deficiencies for sure. So again, we wanna be adding in these foods to our diet that's gonna give us that iron and that magnesium to help with our energy levels and also help us to manage stress. And a lot of us are feeling so much stress right now. Yes. Can I tell you a big part of what I also like when you ask me why I don't like to cook? Yes, because. It's always a massive event. I mean, I went to the grocery store. I had the trepidation around, what do I get? Oh my God, this is what's on the list. This word's not on the package. She said this word, this word must be important. Then I finally get everything together. I have to chop everything up, separate things so that I don't put the thing in the wrong time. And listen, by the time I get through it, and it turns out wonderfully, right? I'm like, there's no effing way I'm gonna do that again tomorrow. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> it's so much work. Okay, so here's the thing I would say about that, LA. When it comes to meal planning, I like to make sure that I have like a few key staples in my kitchen at all times because that way it just makes it easier for me to throw together meals really quickly. So quinoa will be definitely one of those staples that I would have. Um, yeah. I would also have something maybe like ground rice or wild rice. So this is how I meal prep. I'll just kind of start from the beginning so I'm not like kind of like all over the place. So when it comes to meal prepping, sure. what I do is I'll just set aside a time, like maybe like a Saturday afternoon. 
Now it's a little bit different with like COVID and everything. I'm just kind of going to the grocery store at different times. But you know, what I would typically do is sit down Saturday afternoon and think about, okay, what do I want to eat next week? Okay. So that's thing number one, just setting aside maybe half an hour. Okay. Just to actually plan out what it is that you want to eat. Step number one. Step number two, I would also look in your fridge to see what other items you have that you can actually just pull together meals. And sometimes it's even as simple as, let's say if you have red pepper, broccoli, black beans. Even if you just Google red pepper, black beans, broccoli recipe, you'll see all sorts of other things come up. Really? Yeah, so first and foremost, work with what you have in your kitchen and then build your meal plan off of that because that way you're spending less money at the grocery store and there's less, you know, there's less food waste overall. Okay, so I would do that. So first of all, you have to plan. That's the planning piece. Then when you get home from the grocery store, what you could do is, like we just talked about earlier, you can actually start chopping up some of your veggies. So if you know you're going to be you know, doing your meal prep, so let's say we do our grocery shopping and our actual meal plan on Saturday, and now we go to the grocery store on Sunday morning, if we just cut up some of the vegetables when we get home from the grocery store on Saturday, that means there's less things for us to do the next day when we're actually sitting down to do our meal prep. Right. right? Yeah. So that's what I would recommend doing. Yeah, just chopping up a few things when you get home from the grocery store, and then that way, doing your meal prep on Sunday, and actually putting it in your calendar. Because if you don't put it in your calendar, it does not happen. You have to put it in your calendars. Just think about you know, your day-to-day life, when you go to different meetings or when you're at work. You don't expect people to just show up at the meeting at three o'clock. Somebody has to send an invite. It's gotta be in the calendar, right? So yes. you need to look at cooking, meal planning, and your health in the same way and actually schedule that time with yourself. So I would block out maybe an hour to an hour and a half. And it doesn't have to be Sunday. I'm just giving days of the week here. It can be whatever day works for you. But just scheduling out that hour to 90 minutes in your calendar of actual meal prep time. Okay? Yes. Yes. Okay. I hear you. Belly fat is a common struggle for people looking to lose weight. And it can also be harmful to your health. This type of fat is called visceral fat and is a major risk factor for heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and other serious conditions. It can be tough to lose, but not impossible. Learn how you can burn belly fat and make it easier with my free guide, 7 Ways to Melt Your Muffin Top Fast, backed by science. You can find it over at trudyestone.com. I'll also drop a link in the show notes so you can grab it. Let's say if you're really you know, short on time, right? And you don't really have a lot of time to meal prep. Then I would just say, forget about recipes. Okay. What you do in that case is, you know, you make sure you have like a protein, a veggie, a side and a salad. So think about those four components. Okay. So for your, your protein, maybe you buy some chicken and you buy some fish. You just always make sure you have that in your freezer. Okay. Okay. And let's say maybe what you do is you bake four different chicken breasts. Okay. So you bake four different chicken breasts at a time, or you bake four different salmon at a time right? Just batching as much as you possibly can. And yes. it, it doesn't even have to be a recipe. It could just be, okay, I've made my chicken and now I've made my quinoa and now I've roasted my veggies. So now I just put all of those things together. Right. Right. Okay. That so, makes sense. Yeah. So if you're really short of time, just think about different components and just like marrying different components together. Okay. I'm just going to start a timer here. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's what I would recommend. You know, another thing you can do is because a lot of people don't like eating the same thing like day in, day out. They kind of get fatigued, you know, taste bud fatigue eating the same thing all the time, right? Uh. So here's a trick you can do. 
So let's say we have, let's go back to our chicken and our fish. Let's just say we're, we're doing salmon, okay? Say we have yeah. four pieces of salmon. Then we want to make two different types of seasonings, okay? So if you have your four different salmons, just make two different types of seasoning and you season two salmon with one of the seasonings and the other two salmon with another different seasoning. And then that way now you kind of have like different flavors going on. That is brilliant. Yeah. I so never I do that. thought of that. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Like even your seasoning, at, at the very least, you need to have salt in your seasoning, okay? So start with salt and then maybe two other spices that you like. So it could be salt, thyme, and oregano. It could be salt, cumin, and chili powder, okay? So think about it in that way. Think about it in threes, okay, with your spices. Think about like Destiny's Child. <laughs> I know they're not around anymore, right? But, and so like, you have your one dominant spice, right? So your one dominant spice is your Beyonce of your, of your little spice mixture. And then you have the other two ones that are backups, right? So that's yeah. what you do. So that's how you can have like different flavors. I also do the same thing with salads as well, to be honest. Um, with salads, what I'll do is I will maybe make like a big batch of like quinoa salad, or it could be like a lot of different roasted veggies. And then I have two different seasonings. Once again, like two different seasonings are two different salad dressings. And that way I just separate the batch and then I just kind of season each one separately. And gotcha. then you have different flavors. It's like you have lots of different meals. You know, it, it's, it's, that's the best way to meal prep if you're really short on time. And if you want more flavor and if you get tired of eating the same thing all the time. Okay, so that's one thing I would recommend. Is fun allowed? Because I like to dance and, you know, yes. fool around. Like, for example, when you said Beyonce, I started, like, going into my mind of what kind of meal am I making that coincides with Beyonce? And I was like, because I'm single and I'm doing cocktails with L.A., I was like, if you want it, you can put a ring on it. And then I was like, look, the ring's in the onion. I was like, this works perfectly. L.A., I love that. That's what you have to do. You have to have fun in the kitchen. And I, I abide by the, the three-act rule. Make it fun, fast, and flavorful when it comes to cooking. It's like, I got a ring on it. <laughs> That's exactly it. So when I get into the kitchen, like I like trap music. I'm not gonna lie, I like my trap. So I sometimes I listen to my trap music, my hip hop, my R&B. Sometimes it's, it's a little bit of, you know, salsa, you know, merengue, Ooh. something like that. It might be reggae. You know what you can do? Soca. It's like, listen. I, I always have to have music blasting. I would have it blasting yes. now, but we're recording. But I always have to have music blasting when I'm cooking because it just makes it more enjoyable. And it's like my own time to have my oh little my dance party to myself, right? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick the theme music to go with everything that I'm going to cook. So if I I'm cooking that. Spanish food, I'm going to keep, I'm going to play salsa. If I'm eating Caribbean food, I'm going to play Caribbean music. I love that. That's such a great idea. And that, if I'm in pierogies, I'm going to play Polish music. <laughs> right. And that's another thing that I like suggesting to my clients as well, especially clients of mine that have kids, is have different theme nights. So one night could be Italian, another night could be Mexican, you know, another night could be, you know, pizza night, another night could be seafood night where you make salmon. Like, just have different theme nights as well. And that also makes it more interesting and more fun. Wow. You're better than I thought. I didn't think <laughs> that you could actually get me interested in this. <laughs> Well, there you go. I'm telling wow, you. Wow, you're really good. You're I think good. I can make anyone passionate about food. Just hang out with me for a few minutes. <laughs> yep. I believe you. I believe you. Wow. Okay, so that's why you don't like to cook. And it, So what prevents you from meal planning then, would you say? Time. That's time, definitely okay. like a time thing. And, and an interesting, but you've just given me, you know, something to consider when it comes to interest. So right. that might help. Because I think... 
the idea of putting the different sauces on, or, or marinade on the meats so that, and then do you freeze them? Because being able yeah. to pull them out afterwards and not have to do it, because time is really of the essence. And right. so if I have something that's pre-arranged and the, it cuts down on the amount of time it takes to make it, mm-hmm. I am more likely going to do more cooking. And I would do exactly that. Like when you get home from the grocery store, if you have your, you know, your big tray of chicken or whatever, I would just season up all of the chicken. And if you're right. going to you know, maybe reserve some to make during the week, and then yeah. some of them you could just put in Ziploc bags and you can freeze it. And then okay, now you're perfect. just pulling it out of the freezer. It's already seasoned and ready to go. And if you get an instant pot, you can actually cook meat from frozen. So God, that's another task. Like if you're short on time, if you're really busy, having an instant pot is like having a sous chef in your kitchen. Man. Because you see how you don't like those. To, because you see what we just talked about, Keem, on you're like, do I have to watch it to make sure it doesn't overflow? When you have an instant pot, you literally throw all that ish in the instant pot and you walk away. The instant pot does the rest. That's you what I love the instant pot. All right, all right. You've convinced me. Like, if anybody out there wants to send cocktails with LA and Instapot for my birthday was on Sunday. So, you could, you know, send that to me for, as a gift. Who am I to stand in the way of my cooking? <laughs> Thanks to you. Let's make this dressing. So, right now, we're going to be making like a sesame ginger dressing. And this is going to go over our, um, our tofu and our vegetables. Okay, so it starts with sesame oil. I believe. Yes, sesame oil. All right, so the first thing we're going to do is add in our sesame oil. Now, sesame oil is another staple that I love having on hand because it just adds a lot of different flavors to dishes. So I'll use it in dressings like what I'm going to use here to like roast veggies or pour over tofu. I also like, you know, using it for stir fries as well. I like stir frying like maybe broccoli or bok choy or something like that with it. So I definitely recommend adding sesame oil to your pantry because it's going to give your foods a lot of flavor. The other thing as well is that it also contains um, an amino acid that really helps with the production of serotonin in the body. And serotonin Mm. is that feel-good neurotransmitter that makes you feel in a good mood. So anytime you can eat foods that help with the production of, you know, serotonin, definitely add those to your diet, right? I know Um, something else that increases serotonin. (laughs) What's that? Nothing, nothing. I'm just listening. I'm learning here. I think I know what it is. But anyway, so let's start with that sesame oil. So I'm just going to throw that. How much do I put? In the bowl. So a quarter cup. Okay. Yeah, quarter cup of sesame oil. And then next we're going to add in um, some tamari. So tamari is a substitute for soy sauce. So you can use soy sauce in this recipe. If that's all you have, that is fine. But the reason why I like tamari, again, is because it's gluten-free. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and just add that to my sesame oil. How much? How much? Um, so for that one, you're going to add, I believe, two tablespoons of that. Yeah, two tablespoons. Got you. Okay. And then next, we're going to add either um, tapioca starch or arrowroot flour. And this is going to be a replacement for cornstarch to thicken up our sauce a little bit since we're going to be putting it over the tofu and, um, and the vegetables. Now, the reason why you might want to use arrowroot flour or tapioca starch is because it's a healthier alternative to cornstarch, which is very heavily processed. And also corn is one of the most genetically modified crops. So you definitely want to make sure that you're steering clear of those types of foods. So yeah, arrowroot flour or tapioca starch, you can find that in your local health food store. I also found it in my bulk food store as well. So you can also check there for that as well. So I'm I'm one teaspoon. I'm going to pop that in. 
Um, not the whole bowl. That was an oopsie. Okay, so put that in the sink. Okay. Um, the next thing we want to add is we want to add in some garlic powder. I love, love garlic. And I probably should have used fresh garlic in this recipe, but whatever. I have garlic powder. You can use fresh garlic. Like you can mince like one garlic clove if you want to do that. Um, but I'm just going to use half a teaspoon of garlic powder in here. How you doing over there, LA? I'm doing good. So okay, far, perfect. so good. Just getting my, my spice here. Now, ginger is the one thing I never, like, I have ginger powder in my kitchen, but I use ginger powder typically in my baking. If I'm baking, especially fall baking, I'll use ginger powder. But when it comes to anything like this, where I'm roasting veggies, I'm doing stir fries, I'm doing soups or a stew, I like to use fresh ginger. So I have one tablespoon of fresh grated ginger here. If you don't have that, then you can use a half a teaspoon of ginger powder. But ginger is most commonly known as like, um, digestive aid or, you know, helping with like nausea and that sort of thing. But, you know, ginger also has a lot of great benefits for the brain as well, because it helps to increase that blood flow to the brain. So anytime yeah. we have brain fog, we're feeling tired or fatigued, we want to add in foods like ginger that helps to increase that blood flow to the brain. That's really going to help improve our focus and our concentration. Okay. Um, it's also really helpful for, you know, imp improving like nerve function as well. And specifically it's important for helping to enhance uh, what's called the vagus nerve. And the vagus nerve is one of the biggest nerves in your body that connects your brain to your gut. And it sends actually, it sends like signals back and forth between your brain and your gut. And this is done through neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine. So you hear a lot about gut health these days. Um, and that's for good reason, because there's a lot of research now coming out that's showing that, you know, when you're, if your gut health is poor, then that means that you're probably going to have, you know, a higher risk for depression, anxiety, you know, be irritable, have bad moods and that sort of thing. So you definitely want to eat foods like ginger. That's really going to help to enhance that gut health because that's where your neurotransmitters that make you feel good are produced. So I'm going to pop in that ginger. All right, here we go. Okay, so ginger. Uh, and then the next thing I'm going to add to this is something I don't remember, red pepper flakes. <laughs> so oh I'm going to add in, yeah, red pepper flakes. <laughs> no, I'm saying, oh, Lord, because it's like, I didn't see, it didn't say flakes on it. So I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be wrong. Oh, but as you can see, these yes. are flakes, aren't they? Yes, that's right. They, just that's don't, the they didn't say flakes, but all the other ones said flakes. So it gave me anxiety. <laughs> well, the thing about red pepper flakes is first of all take a deep breath <laughs> thank the you thank you red pepper flakes that i like about it is that it adds like a nice spiciness to foods and i also what i talked about this when i was in city line as well i like to call red pepper flakes nature's confetti because it's a great way to not only add flavor to dishes but it also adds like a nice like pop of kind of like confetti as well so sometimes when i'm done finishing a meal I'll sprinkle a little bit of red chili flakes on it because it just looks really pretty. And we eat right. with our eyes. So if we can do things to kind of make our meals, if, especially if you like to eat with your eyes. Um, if you do things like sprinkling on, you know, some red pepper flakes, I'm also going to sprinkle on some sesame seeds on the end too. It just makes it more appetizing to your eyes and you're more likely to, to eat it, right? You know what's really good for cooking? You know what you can do to help cooking experience is listen to the Mind Your Body podcast while you're cooking. Yes, I like that. It's a great idea because now you'll learn the reason why you need to meal prep, why you need to meal plan, right? So yeah. that's a great idea. I love it. I love that. Listening to the Mind Your Body show while you're prepping your meals. 
Yeah. You can catch up on all the old episodes, find out what else is going on in, you know, gut health, mind health, weight loss, anxiety, mental health. You're so amazing at what you do. Oh, LA, yeah. thank you. No, you really I, are. You really helped me. I'm You've helped me a lot. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Like, first and foremost, like, I am a nutritionist, but first and foremost, I am a foodie. I would even say that I'm a foodie before I'm a nutritionist. So I would that's agree. why I always say, like, when it comes to eating healthy, like, because I'm so passionate about food in general, I just want other people to have that same passion and enthusiasm for eating healthy and for getting in the kitchen and cooking. And just looking at it as a way to, you know, really, like, it's almost like a creative outlet, too, right? Just kind of like, look at it that way. Do you wish you could uncover the sabotaging patterns that are preventing you from reaching and maintaining your desired weight? Take my free quiz to discover your diet personality so that you can pinpoint habit-forming strategies that will help you to achieve lasting weight loss. You can take the quiz over at trudyestone.com. So lack of consistency with meal prep and eating healthy is something that I hear again and again and again. So I always say that it comes down to two things. And the first thing is your why. You have to know your why. Like, why is it that you want to eat healthier in the first place? So yeah, so it all comes down to your why. Like, you know, do you want to lose weight? Do you have a history of illness in your family? You know, do you want to ease pressure on your joints? You know, were you recently given a, a pre-diabetes diagnosis, which is something I'm seeing a lot in women right now? You know, do you want to maybe, I don't even know what it is, control your sugar cravings, whatever it is, you have to get really clear on your why, first of all, okay? And that was, you know, one of the keys to me losing weight as well, is having that really clear and strong why. Right. And once I'd established my why, like whenever I wanted to give in to like a bowl of ice cream or whenever I, you know, didn't want to go to the gym and do that workout, I would always think back to my why. And that's yeah. the thing about your why. Your why is going to keep you going throughout your day. Your why is going to make you get up in the morning and put on that exercise gear and actually work out. It's all about exactly. having that clear why. You yeah. Know? And with one of my clients who was recently given a pre-diabetes diagnosis, she has three kids. And I said to her, well, you know, how do you think your kids would feel if you weren't there at their graduation? Right. And that could very well happen. So you need to do what's within your control. Even if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for your kids. And a lot exactly. of times women, like, if we have an external motivator as women, we're more likely to do something. It's not enough to just do it for ourselves. A lot of times we as women need that external motivation, right? Whether it's, like you said, getting ready for a fitness competition or, you know, being around to be there for your kids, right? So right. sometimes we need that external motivation. So that could also be, you know, your why as well. I can definitely say that my journey has brought me to a place where I feel the need to take better care of the inner, internal part of my body, I guess through the aging process, I right. want to be able to have the right minerals and things that will keep my nails strong, my hair follicles strong, things like that. Keeping my hormones in balance, my mental health, those kind of things are my, my motivators these days. And that's why I'm here learning right. from you, learning and from you the know, best. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate that, LA. And you know, sometimes when people look at me, they're like, Oh, your skin is so nice. Like, you know, what do you do? What do you use on your skin? Or, you know, your hair, like, what do you use on your hair? Like your hair is long, like, oh my God. It's a lot of the stuff I'm showing you here. It's a lot of these foods that I'm eating that are rich in these antioxidants, these vitamins and these minerals. Okay, that's yes. what it is. Okay, so even yeah. if you look at me and you're like, well, I want hair like that. Well, eat some of the foods I'm telling you about. Or if you want yeah. skin, eat some of the foods I'll I'm just mention, 
I'll also highlight for you that you, it's not that you don't eat anything that is quote unquote bad or delectable from time to time, but that's what it is. It's from time to time. So right. people might be eating all of these healthy things, but then they're eating just as much crap. Right. And then it's, right. it's almost canceling itself out, I find. For me, it's like 80%. Like I try to eat good like 80% of the time. And I build in those days, like when I have like those cheat meals and those cheat times. Like Friday night, I'm not cooking anything on a Friday night. I'm probably ordering a pizza. Okay, so I allow times on my schedule for that. I allow times on my schedule for drinking red wine. Okay, I shouldn't say schedule, but in my life, in my diet. Are we allowed um, to drink red, drinking wine? red wine? I have fries. I do all of those things, right? Yeah. I, I do all those things. So people think, oh, I follow a perfect. I don't follow a perfect lifestyle. Not what Nobody it does. It's just what it comes down to is you are the sum of your habits. It's those things that you do most of the time. If you're eating junk food most of the time, then guess what? You probably are going to gain weight. You probably are going to yes. be more predisposed to disease. You are the sum of your habits. Okay. It's not about eating perfectly. It's about making these choices. You know, these, I don't want to say right choices, but these choices that are going to benefit you and your body most of the time. Beneficial choices. Right. So that's the thing yes. about the consistency. So two things are, you know, understanding your why. And the second thing is, we talked about this earlier, is making an appointment with yourself. Okay. If you don't schedule this in your calendar, it's not going to happen. Just like if I didn't schedule this, you know, this podcast episode with LA, this wouldn't have happened. LA wouldn't have known to show up at this particular time to get in the kitchen and make these meals. Right. So you have to make that appointment with yourself. No one's showing up to the meeting if it's not in the calendar. That includes it's you. True. So put that ish in your calendar. Okay. <laughs> Eventually when you do that, you're going to start to rewire your brain and this will start to become a habit. Absolutely. Okay? You, you probably won't even have to put it in your calendar at a certain point because you just know, okay, Sunday morning, 11 o'clock to 1230, that's my meal prep time. And it will feel weird to do anything else during that time spot because you wired your brain to prepare your meals at that time. Okay. So those are the two things. Be clear on your why, have a clear why, and then just really making sure that you schedule that time in your calendar. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I have a little um, thing on my wall that talks about saying grace. And so I bring back, not only do you need to prioritize it and put it in your calendar, but really use your food as gratitude. Use right. your food as gratitude. You can, you can hashtag that. You can have that. You use your food as gratitude? Bread. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. I like that Use one. your food as gratitude. I'm well, really grateful to be able to do this with you. Well, LA, I want to thank you so much for being our special guest today on the Mind Your Body Show. Thank you so much for, you know, uh, agreeing to do this, being our guinea pig, so I could help people to see that meal prepping doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can be fun. It can be fast. It can be flavorful. It can be, you know, healthy. All of the things that you want it to be and more. So yeah. again, I'm going to link up these recipes in the show notes, it'll just be in a PDF in the show notes. You can get your hands on the recipes. I'm also going to put that ebook, um, Bare Essentials, so you know the, the key staples to have on hand at all times, as well as some recipe inspiration, so you can throw all of those things together. That will also be in the show notes. I'm also putting all of LA's information in the show notes, all of her links where you can follow her on Instagram, Cocktails with LA, um, which the next season is coming very soon. Very soon. Um, and so much more. So yes. thanks again, LA, for joining us today on I the Mind Your Body Show. Um, actually, I do have one more question for you. And it's a question I ask all of my guests. Okay. What is your favorite way to take care of your mind and your body? Oh, definitely. I was doing just fitness. 
but now I have to do the mind part. So I'm getting into meditation and yoga because as I age, I want to be able to maintain the same vitality and mobility and flexibility that I've had. Luckily, I'm so blessed to have had this my whole life and I want to maintain that. So I feel that yoga practice allows for mindfulness and body awareness to be able to maintain that, which is what I want for as I age through. To watch the full meal prep of both recipes and to get more tips on how meal planning can be faster and easier and help you support your health goals, make sure to head over to my YouTube channel to watch the full show. I placed the link in the show notes for you. I've also put both recipes and some meal planning tips into a convenient free PDF for you. So make sure to also grab that by clicking on the link in the show notes below. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Mind Your Body Show. I hope that you learned something new to help you transform your life and your body. For more after the show, make sure to head over to TrudyEStone.com. That's where you'll find all of the show notes. Also, make sure to head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a rating to let us know what you thought about the episode. And remember, get your mind right and your body will follow. Thanks for tuning in.